Salutations and welcome to the inaugural, the first, the premiere episode of the In The House podcast. My name is Evan Floyd and I'll be your host. The In The House podcast will be dedicated to all things Louisville City Football Club and preeminently all things Scouse's House. Scouse's House is, of course, one of two official supporters groups of Louisville City Football Club, and we are thrilled to be introducing this podcast. This podcast will be designed specifically to try to make people love soccer. And if you're one of those people who already love soccer, then we will be trying to make you love Louisville City Football Club specifically. And if you're a person who already loves soccer and already loves Louisville City Football Club, good for you. Then we are going to be trying to get you to love Scouse's house itself. Scouse's house where we believe we have the best seats in the house right behind the opposing goal. It is a place of magic. It is a place of super rude heckling. Oh man. And it is a place of alcohol. So much alcohol. But also it is a place of inclusion, welcoming, and uh, true appreciation for both the sport and for those who love it. So please, if you haven't made your way out to Louisville City Football Club's games at Louisville Slugger Field, consider joining us the next time you do, or the first time you do. Do yourself a favor. Because once you have done it, you won't be able to ever stop. I have evidence of that here. My Mm -hmm. co-host, who you might be hearing interject in the background, is one of those people who may not have loved soccer until he had his first Scouse's House experience. True. A soccer virgin, if you will, and I'll be introducing him momentarily. Before I introduce him, though, I want to make sure that we know that this podcast will be not only dedicated to Louisville City Football Club. It won't just be me and my co-host rambling. We will be having guests, both from supporters groups, Scouse's House members, We'll have members of the team joining us from time to time, members of the front office joining us from time to time, surprise guests joining us from time to time. You never know who might stop by. That's not true. We'll tell you who's going to stop by. You won't have to. You'll know ahead of time. You won't have to wonder. Uh, I want to make it clear from the jump that this is, in fact, our first podcast. Not only is it our first in-the-house podcast, it is our first podcast at all. Ever. We have never done anything like this. No idea. We are raw, rank amateurs. So, if you were thinking, why wasn't there catchy theme music? The answer is because we don't know how to put on... We have no idea how to do catchy theme music. Catchy theme music. Yet. Yet. Yet being the operative word, we will, in fact, figure these things out. We might even uh, employ a technician or beg someone in our supporters group to become a technician. But uh, we'll select something good, some great tunes for you to listen to, both on the intro and the outro. And uh, we might even put it up on the website, let you vote, make suggestions of what kind of music you'd like to hear. That music could be something purple-themed, like uh, something from Prince. Yeah, Purple Rain. uh, Purple People Eaters. Yeah. It might be something soccer-themed, insert name of soccer song here. There are like five of them, I think. Uh, there are probably some really good ones. Yeah. And yeah. we trust you, our avid and probably numerous listeners, to yes. supply those for us. Uh, one thing that we will keep in mind is that because this is our first effort, not only will the sound quality, the music quality, and the banter quality improve, but frankly, the entire experience will improve. Because right now you might be listening to us from a bathtub. You might be listening to us at work. You might be listening to us in your car. And wherever you are listening to us from, we want you to know that that experience will be soothing. It'll be fun. And frankly, it'll probably be a little sexy. Because I just can't help myself. (laughs) But we will be including segments in each of our uh, broadcasts. And the first segment that we have cleverly named the coin toss will occur now. That coin toss will be occurring in real time. You'll be able to hear it. We wouldn't lie to you. and uh, You'll have to take our word for what it is. But but we wouldn't lie to you. And that coin toss is being called thus because that's how all soccer games begin and that is how all of our podcasts will begin. And so now I'd like to welcome in my co-host. Thank you. Straight from a women's correctional facility in upstate New York. It's very scary here. Andrew. Frederick. Andy. 
Hey, it's a real pleasure. It's, thank you. Thank you for asking me to be part of your podcast. It is a pleasure. I apologize if I'm not coming in clear. I did have to sneak to the shower room, so I don't know how much time I have, but I do have a quarter with me. Reception is notoriously poor in women's correctional it facility is. bathrooms. It is. I also don't want to talk about where I put the quarter to get it here, but I knew it was important, so here we are. Sneaking in is tough, but uh, that's dedication to the craft, and well, I appreciate it. Well, I'm dedicated, if nothing else. And here we go. You can call it at home. We're just going to let it happen. All right, here we go. It is, in fact, Tails. 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 Seriously, it's Tails. And so, because it is Tails, we will be beginning with a review of the most recent LCFC game. Had it been heads, we would have been doing a preview of the next game. I promise the preview will be coming later in the pod, but because it's Tails, we begin with the past, and in the case of Louisville City Football Club, the past is glorious. Our most recent game was the championship game. Our most recent game witnessed Louisville City Football Club crowned as the USL Cup champions. We were literally the best. We were better than anybody else. There were no teams that were better than we were, and they have the hardware to prove it. Our team was, in fact, the best. The LCFC USL first championship occurred in November. It was fantastic. We were there in person. Yeah. Got to enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, that was a one nothing victory over the Swope Park Rangers. It was a pretty, frankly, it was a pretty sloppy game for the first half uh, and good segments of the second half. It felt, uh, people felt tight. Yeah. But we got to see at the very end Cameron Lan- Lancaster off of a... Uh, Cross from Speedy Williams, head one home, right in front of Scouse's house. That was glorious. We willed it in. I'm pretty sure had we not been there, the ball was going to go wide, but we sucked it into the goal. Yeah, I'm not saying we're Jedi, but you can't prove we're not Jedi. Yeah, if you have that kind of evidence, then we dare you to present it. So the most recent game was, in fact, that game. We're not going to go with a blow-by-blow recap of what all occurred. Nah, we were you were there. all there, and if you weren't there... Let us just say that you missed out. God, that goal was a blast. We went from having a USL Eastern Conference regular season championship. We then swept our way through the playoffs with victories over Bethlehem Steel, the Rochester Rhinos, and then a stunning, stunning penalty kick shootout against New York Red Bulls 2 in the semifinal, the Eastern Conference final. I'm pretty sure I walked away from that with an ulcer. Mm. I'm still kind of dealing with a stomach ulcer from that. That game was nail-biting. That game was riveting. Uh, I think that the most important thing to remember about that game, though, was where the penalty kicks took place. And the answer to that is in front of Scouse's house. You may know us as the guys with the flags. You may know us as the guys with the Liverpool-centric banner, which will be updated this season. But uh, one thing we would like to make perfectly clear is that when the Coopers marched across the stadium to come and join us, we welcomed them with open arms. We absolutely did. And then we welcomed Christian Ballard's game-winning goal. God, that thing was glorious. After Greg's two saves... And then Christian Ballard put one home to send us into the final, and it was perhaps the loudest I've ever heard Slugger. It was even louder than when we stormed the field after the game, after the championship. It was even louder than the inaugural first game. It was the loudest I've heard that statement. It's the, that's the drama that you look for, in, really, in all sports, I think. You look that kind of, it's that kind of nail-biting, down-to-the-wire it's the hero moment. And there are soccer fans who don't love shootouts, and it can be a crummy and arbitrary way to end a game between two great teams, but there's nothing that beats it for drama. Yeah. There's nothing that beats it for the sheer... It's one of those things that Americans love is situational games, yeah. and I think I've always thought that it's one of the reasons why uh, soccer hasn't caught on as much in the United States as it's caught on in other countries is Americans are extremely used to situations. We like, it's the bottom of the ninth, yep. there are two outs, there's a runner on third, There's a here comes the pitch, it's a lefty, he's got a two and two count. You build that moment, you get to discuss that moment before it happens. It's third down and goal, yep. he's got the ball at the six yard line, there's a wing back, there are two wide receivers split left. We love those situations. In soccer, it's much more organic. It, yeah, it, it's, it, yeah, it can be, 
anybody else could look at it and, you know, when I first started going to soccer games or when I tried to watch soccer games on TV, it was very like, so they're just passing to each other a lot. But when you're there and when you have situations like that, you know, it really drives it home. I mean, that's the, it's the, it's that hero drama moment that you want. And so while it may not be the perfect encapsulation of what soccer team is better, it is a thrilling way to end a game, especially a playoff game, especially a game with so much on the line after having played and lost to the Red Bulls in a shootout the year before. Yeah. And uh, it, it couldn't have been more fun. Uh, I think that as the season rolled on, it became clear that we had gotten better and better over the last third of the season. We'd had a slight dip in form about three games before the playoffs, and it looked not perfect. But the guys were still playing quality soccer. And going into the playoffs then with resounding victories in the first two rounds, I think gave our boys a lot of confidence. And it couldn't have ended better. Uh, I am currently sitting directly next to my Louisville City FC championship scarf. I have my flag hanging in the background. I'm wearing a Louisville City FC hat. And uh, a lot of those things might not be the case had we not won this championship. I'm wearing nothing. Because I wanted to go into it raw, you know? And also because, uh, you know, it's rude to shower in clothes. Yeah, it's tough. So, no, it's, uh, it's truly... The best thing that has happened to this uh, football club, and it really galvanized both the fan base and the city. Uh, one of the ways you could tell that was by seeing the pep rally before the championship game oh, yeah. on 4th Street Live, seeing the pep rally after the championship had won, uh, the number of people we got to watch getting their picture taken with the cup, meeting the guys, uh, feeling the love of a championship for a pro sports franchise. It, uh, it really was something. <clears throat> that was our game and season in review. That was Tales. That was it. That was Tales. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. I'm assuming you enjoyed it. I think that going forward, that this segment, we'll go a little more into detail about the games that we've just watched. So uh, once we've played our first regular season games and we're doing our reviews, we will be talking about uh, actually what occurred, uh, the players who played well, the players who played poorly, what we can expect from uh, formations from Coach O'Connor, and what we can expect from the team. But uh, it seems silly to try to break down a game that happened four months ago when really you can just bask in the glow. Yeah. The warm glow of victory. The next segment that we will be moving on to, that was a professional-sounding segue, by the way. I don't think that I could have done that segue any better. No. I mean, maybe, but no. All right, with, with experience, perhaps. Yeah. But uh, frankly, I think I went straight from tails into our next segment, it which flowed well. Is news and notes will be our next segment? But we had to come up with a clever name for that as well because that is important in podcasts in broadcasting. You want to have clever names for your segments, and yeah, so the clever, clever's a stretch, but something. Sure. And the clever name that we've come up with for our news and notes is purple stuff. Perp, get it because you're. Because we're purple. Because it's purple. And it's stuff that we're going to talk about. See, it's clever. We promise it's just, clever. Just believe that it's clever and it'll be clever. These are news and notes. This will be the section in which we talk about things going on with the team, things that are going on with the supporters groups, uh, events, and important news and information. Uh, I will start with Scouse's House information. We are coming up on the March 3rd darts tournament. This will be a charity darts tournament. Uh, teams of three. We'll be having teams from uh, each of the supporters groups. That's the Coopers, Scouse's House, the Black Sheep are sending a squad. My understanding is that Purple Family is sending a team out there. We're hoping that the American Outlaws will bring a team. Uh, if they, time permitting, Louisville City front office members, if uh, they're able to get around the preseason game being played that day, intend to attend. So uh, that will be occurring over at uh, Melwood Tavern. And bring your A game because I hear that Scouse is an eagle eye. He is not just an eagle eye. I have lost to him consistently for the last three months to the point where he does not want me on his team. I know. It's a rough blow, but uh, I imagine that some other team might be able to dethrone him. 
I really don't imagine that. If there's somebody out there in the city of Louisville who is both a soccer fan and a better dart player than Scouse, I will be intrigued to meet them. It's very much a there-can-be-only-one situation. When we refer to Scouse and Scouse's house, and I'm beginning to believe that I should have mentioned this sooner, Scouse is a uh, typical nickname for a person from Liverpool. He is our favorite Liverpudlian Michael Scouse Bromelow. He is the founder of Scouse's House Supporters Group. He, much like many of us, wanted to have a perfect place to take in the game. He wanted to be able to be down in the patio deck, right there on top of the opposing goalie, and occasionally on top of Greg. But uh, we didn't have access to that for a good chunk of the second season, and that was frustrating to a lot of fans. He put together the supporters group, Scouse's House, specifically saying, hey, would you rather have an empty corporate section down there with nobody cheering, or would you rather have raucous, passionate fans? He organized a group of people that he knew would be coming to every game, that would love the team and would have a great time. He organized us. He put us together. He took it to Louisville City Football Club and said, hey, guys, Make us an official group. And they did out of, in their enduring wisdom. And so Michael Scouse Bromelow, who will eventually, most likely in episode two, be our special guest. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. If you haven't met him, he is the uh, super friendly Englishman at every LCFC game. And I strongly encourage you get to know him at one of our games at Slugger Field. So, since I didn't tell the Scouse story before, I've now covered yeah. that base. Oh, yeah. That's that's professionalism. Now the people know. Now they do. Uh, other news. This is team news. Uh, this coming Friday, today is Tuesday, we're broadcasting, we are recording this on Tuesday, February 20th. This may not air until our official Scouse's House website is uh, up and running. They are currently, they're currently... Right now, right this now. moment, teams of people typing in zeros Scores, and ones. Really, there is binary code being written. There are clever graphics being designed. I feel like there are probably uh, men standing on ladders in front of large chalkboards, drawing a lot of equations. Yeah, guys who haven't kissed a girl yet. Yeah, it's obvious they haven't kissed a girl yet. Right, and they are working on this website diligently. They have given up. Kissing girls to work on this website. They've also given up bathing properly, feeding themselves. They are so focused on making the Scouse's House website the best website that has ever been designed. Ever. That they have stopped getting their hair cut. It's very distracting. It is. And uh, we're looking forward to having that website up. So as I say, today is Tuesday, February the 20th. And uh, we're hoping to have this thing up and operational by March 1st. This is the inaugural and frankly practice uh, <laughs> podcast we are hopeful that by the time the website is live we will uh, be able to do something much much better than we'll this. call our next one the mulligan it'll be fun exactly frankly that might be the name of the podcast in general we'll the just mulligan. name it the mulligan if only they had mulligans in soccer that would be really it's clever thing no it's golf man yeah British people like that too, though, right? Yeah. Okay. But it's a universal term. People for know a what do it is. Over, you know what we're saying. And Carrie Mulligan is a rather attractive. She woman. is. And she a is. Very talented actress. One of the most. Can you get her on the pot? I can try. Okay. I well, can try. Well, she we'll has try. a surprising amount of contacts in the women's correctional facility. That is surprising. I saw posters everywhere, I and I just thought it was that they just liked her a lot, and they said, oh no, Carrie comes by all the time. I don't know why she comes by all the time. I was afraid that you were going to say that she was actually an inmate. No, no. I, I didn't think her career had fallen that far. Okay, but as I say, Tuesday, February 20th, But so that if any of our news updates seem outdated by the time that you are listening to this, bear in mind, they're not outdated to us. You're just time no. travelers. <laughs> You're from the future. So, uh, the news from the team would be that the new team store is opening up on 4th Street Live. It looks great. It looks like it's going to be fantastic. I know they put in, brought in a lot of new merch. Uh, as we've already stated, we've got quite a bit of it going on in here. Uh, Andy, what's your favorite personal piece of uh, team merchandise? Um, I'm a scarf guy. I'm a scarf guy because you can do a lot with them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are so many. There are ones. You can color coordinate. You can you can you can game coordinate whichever ones you want. If you want to, if someone's being particularly obnoxious, you can accidentally and I'm quoting as hard as I can, 
uh, hit them in the face with it. Oh, but we would never. We would never do that. No, but, but the, it's nice to know the options there. The option is there. The option is there. And this is America. It's about options. Um, also, you know, worst case scenario, you can tie them end to end and escape a burning building. So, man, I think that maybe the last game we play in Slugger Field before we move into the new stadium. We should just set it on fire. Just set it on fire because there's no point in having it anymore once we're gone. Please bear in mind that the hosts of the In the House podcast are in no way advocating for arson. No. Lord, no. Okay. So the new new shop is opening up. We're really excited about it. It's out on 4th Street Live where they're going to be be hosting uh, away game wash parties throughout the year. Uh, LCFC is uh, really pulling out the stops to make those a fun experience for the away games. And the shop itself will be open for a lot of those away games, which uh, go out and buy your merchandise. Whether have, you been, have you been by to see it? Uh, I've been into 4th Street Live walking by it. Yeah. Um, I have been shown the pictures of what it is going to look like. Yeah. And it's it's really cool. It uh, is really cool. I, I don't have a better way of describing it than really cool. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you that it will be more expansive than the current shop is. Yes. Uh, a lot more options, and also just, you know, not only can you buy yourself a scarf if you're Andy or a T-shirt if you are so inclined, you can also walk across the street and get a beer. True. Which is, frankly, a better way to host anything. Well, yeah. So the shop, uh, people are excited about it. We're excited about it. They're having the grand opening on Friday. If you hear this and are a time traveler, then you may go back in time, go to the grand opening where there will be a player meet and greet, mm-hmm. where uh, they'll have uh, members of the staff, members of the team, and uh, a little pep rally to uh, get people excited about the upcoming season. Yeah. So. Stephen Hawking will probably be there because he is a time traveler. I know. Everybody that, knows that. I know that he did RSVP. I can't confirm that he will be there. He is also notoriously tardy. He is. So if you get there at 5 and he's not there yet, don't leave. He, Stephen Hawking is probably on his way. Mm-hmm. Probably. Probably. No promises. The hosts of the Scouse's House podcast are in no way indicating that Stephen Hawking has actually agreed to appear. Okay. Uh, next on our purple stuff, news and notes section. We want to talk a little bit about some of the transactions from the team this year. Um, we've had some players who have exited the team. We've yeah. had some players who have joined the team. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, we want to say that uh, we really appreciated everything we got from Tarek Morad, Gaia Bend, and the other players who left the team this Thank year. You, gentlemen. Thank they, you. they were wonderful players. Uh, they were a big part of what we did. Sean Reynolds yep. uh, was there from the beginning and was a great part of our back line. Uh, it, it'll, be, it'll be tough to replace them. And it'll be particularly tough because we're going to be a little thin, as has been uh, explored. Uh, we're going to be a little thin on our back line for the time being. We may sign some more players, it's but, okay. man, you're really banking on no injuries. You're banking on no red cards. Uh, so the hope is that uh, Tosh and Paco Craig and newcomer Alexis Swahi are healthy and able to give us some quality minutes right from go. Yeah, uh, I sat in front of Paco Craig on a flight. Back to Louisville. He looked healthy. He Paco looked healthy. healthy. Yeah, he looked. When I saw him, how are his calves? His calves look good. They look amazing. Ah, oh, there's hey. a, a legitimate slight glow to them. It's very. It's strange at first, um, but then it's very comforting. Well, uh, you know, I like to bask in the glow of a nice calf myself. I mean, so I understand. Uh, also, charmed you with the accent that you. Oh expecting. man, I did not see that coming. You, uh, I knew who he was, but I've never talked to him. I've never heard him talk. Um, let me tell you, I would consider playing for the other team. <laughs> and by and the, I don't mean soccer. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness, he he is a uh, he is an appealing appealing player, and uh, that that British accent is really quite something. He's 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 awesome guy. He's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. All right, so we are excited to see Paco play, and we are also excited to see someone who got to play with him previously, and that is the return of Magnus Rasmussen coming back to the team. The score of the inaugural goal in the first game against St. Louis FC of our first season, Magnus Rasmussen, back with the team. It's exciting. It is exciting, and, you know, it's kind of an epic name. He Beyond having an epic name... He also has an epic game. He uh, was a really exciting playmaker for us in the attacking third in his uh, year year plus with the team. I know he really played with us for the first two, 
but he was injured for such a good chunk of the second season. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be great having him back with the squad. Uh, I think that uh, in particular, it'll be nice to have him back with us because we are saying a fond farewell to a crowd favorite and a personal favorite of the pod, Mark Anthony K. Moving on up to the MLS, signing with a new team in the MLS. Super pumped for him. Uh, it couldn't be couldn't be better. Uh, we know that the time he spent with the Canadian national team really helped raise his exposure. Uh, in the soccer world, and I, I expect that he's going to take his special brand of playmaking up to the next level and perform really well. Yep. The hope is that uh, he is the first of many uh, Louisville City Football Club players who go on to bigger, if not better, things. I can't imagine that uh, the team that he is going to will be better than Louisville City Football Club. No, or no. Because no. how could any team No, be? no, 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 sir. But it is certainly bigger, and uh, I know that he'll perform well. Uh, he was an electric player for us last year. Some of the best goals of the season, taking balls from uh, taking balls from the halfway line and just making guys miss all the way down to score goals on numerous occasions. He was fun to watch, and uh, his individual brilliance will be missed, but uh, hopefully replaced adequately by Magnus and the other attacking midfielders who are returning. I'm excited to see if uh, Christian Ballard gets some more playing time this year. I thought that he looked great in uh, kind of limited minutes last year. Yeah, I would imagine. I think that Niall McCabe will be fully healthy after returning from injury. He, he played plenty of great minutes for us last year, but I think that uh, you could tell that he wasn't completely back to himself. And I think that uh, another year of training and off-season work that they'd just gotten back from at the IMG Academy will, uh, will leave him as a more potent uh, attacking option. And uh, I think that we all are excited to see the beard go back to work and watch Brian Ownby <laughs> flying down the flanks oh, and uh, throwing his body around because, man, that guy plays with some passion. Yeah, he does. But it doesn't make it hurt any less that uh, Kay Reynolds – a bend and uh, Morad have left the squad. Okay, that was our news and notes. That was the purple stuff. That was purple stuff. We, we hope you guzzled it down. Now, the next section. Again, clever names being important. We worked really hard to come up with a clever name for this segment. Really hard is yeah, okay. Stretch again. We, we discussed it vaguely for all of two minutes and came up with nothing. It was an intense two minutes, though. I had, in my pre-show notes, written down that this would be a section for banter. And, uh, unfortunately, that's the best we came up with. So this section will, for now, be called banter. This section we would be willing to rename if somebody gave us a better name. We'll take Uh, votes. We'll take suggestions. We would be willing to take hundreds of dollars in donations for the podcast and name it after whatever you'd like. Sponsored by such and such. Sponsored by such and such, or just presented by random fan. Let's say uh, that a famous Louisvillian like uh, Layla Ali wanted to sponsor the podcast. Didn't even care about pumping her uh, foundation. Didn't even care about uh, any companies she might be uh, endorsing or working with. And just wanted to have it be the Layla Ali is awesome section. We would be happy to do that. She is pretty awesome. She is. I don't think there's much. I don't think there would be a debate as to the name of it. In Louisville, we're comfortable saying Layla Ali is amazing. Yeah. Her dad, eh. But, you know, (laughs) but but Layla is really quite something. So if you are out there listening and thinking, how do I get in on this? Dollars, son, dollars. Okay. (laughs) So now to begin the banter section, the thing that we really want to banter about today is the new stadium. Everybody is excited about the new stadium. It's It's been a process, uh, a little, I'm sure that for the people putting it together, it's been significantly more than a year, but it's really come into the public conscience Mm -hmm. in the last year. Yeah. And uh, from that moment when they said, hey, they were seeking funding, public funding for the stadium... Uh, it's been hotly debated. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's been debated in front of city council, the Metro council, if you will. It's uh, been debated on TV shows, news programs. And uh, in the end, it all came for naught because we're building this thing. It's getting built, and the people who didn't want it built can really... uh, I'm trying to think of a polite way to say that uh, 
they can, you know... Shove it up their ass. That would be one way it's of saying it. It's one way of saying it. It's one option. That's that's one. And that's only if they happened to own a donkey and had that opportunity to yes. shove it up their ass. Up their ass. That's how they would go about doing it. Okay. But no, we are we are thrilled about the stadium. Uh, all the updates that we've gotten say that uh, the TIF funding that they're trying to acquire from the state legislature is progressing apace. Mm-hmm. It looks like everything is going... The way they want it to, everything's coming up roses for LCFC in terms of being able to get that funding. It passed the Metro Council uh, this past fall, right around the time when they were winning their championship, which yep. couldn't have hurt their cause. No. And uh, the location being right there off the highway, not far from what they're hoping to call sort of a stadium district. It's yeah. not going to be far from Slugger. It's going to be where the old champions lift, uh, champion lifts and um, a storage facility Right off of, I believe that's uh, where the sixty four seventy one merger yeah, is. Yeah, like on the the hairy edge of Butchertown, that kind yeah, of thing. The, yeah, right off the edge of Butchertown. It's going to be a great location. Oh man, it's awesome. Uh, you're going to be able to walk to some great stuff. They're going to build some other great stuff yeah. around it. Bars, breweries, hotels. They're really talking about making it a, uh, a crown attraction it's in the be city. A thing. And. Uh, I don't personally know the finances of the owners of LCFC, but it seems to me that they must have some cash. Enough. They have some money on hand. And uh, there are people who will talk about how this was more of a business decision for them than uh, wanting to provide a public service for the city of Louisville. But, you know, can you blame them? We live in a capitalist society, man. And if they're going to be able to both give us a top-notch facility to watch a game and turn a little profit for themselves, I ain't mad at them. That's a win-win, my friend. I ain't mad at them. Uh, the stadium that I've seen, the stadium that I've seen compared to the most is Avaya Stadium. Uh, if you want to go and Google Avaya Stadium right now, it is gorgeous. Spell it. A V A Y A. Yeah, that's right. You're talking to a person who came in second in the regional spelling bee. But just second, so don't. Well, you know, you don't know. The person who won may have been brilliant. He may have cheated. That's also possible. He may have cheated. I have always suspected that that was a possibility, and I'm glad you brought it up. Do you want to spend some time talking about that now? We'll look into it. Uh, You'll come back to me then. We'll we'll have him be a guest. Oh, that asshole. I'm not talking to him. We'll grill the hell out of him. Okay. All right. No, but the the stadium itself, it's. Avaya is gorgeous. It's sort of a horseshoe shape. And Avaya has one of the world's largest outdoor bars on the open end of the stadium. Louisville loves its bars. We do. And (laughs) if we are going to do something along the lines of that, then uh, you're going to have a lot of happy customers. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's got a nice uh, open air section behind that uh, that end of the stadium. I know the Coopers are excited about uh, the fan section that they're going to build. Uh, Steve Livingston, the uh, CEO of the club, has talked to me about uh, how they have a lot of great Louisville-centric design ideas they want to incorporate into this. I think you're going to be seeing a lot of stuff that has to do with bourbon, a lot of yeah. stuff that has to do with horses. Really make you feel at home what? when you go bourbon in. bourbon and horses in Kentucky? Yeah, Get out of here. Yeah, I, it's strange to me, too. But uh, I think that you're going to see a lot of really cool Louisville-centric design principles, and that's exciting. Uh and uh, for Scouse's House ourselves, they have talked to us about having a, uh, a specific section for us in front of that enormous bar because they know they know how to keep us happy. Well, we're kind of a big deal. Uh, probably uh, individual picnic tables or bleachers, and they haven't fully decided on designs yet. I know that that's all still open-ended, but Scouse's House is excited to get moved into our new home. Cages for children. Cages for children is important. Uh, not so much for the Scouse's house side because we are extraordinarily inclusive. We are very child-friendly. We want your kids there. We want your mom there. We want your friends there. But uh, some sections of the stadium may be less kid-friendly, and they have built those cages. So uh, we don't condone it, but we understand. They're fine cages. <laughs> the... Uh, the stadium design hasn't been completely finalized yet, but uh, once they get there, I know we've already started a little bit of demo on some of the buildings that are currently on the future site. They've got to do more environmental figuring out of, uh, you know, the boring engineering stuff that yeah. uh, the average fan doesn't care about. We just want to see some seats and a really cool field. And uh, we're not far from that. But uh, once... Uh, <laughs> 
once we have the stadium built, you know that uh, Scouts' house and all the other people, uh, the, all the other fans and the supporters groups are going to pack it. Uh, I'm looking forward to finding out who they get to be the uh, title sponsor. Because you know, oh yeah, I mean, it really worked out super well for Louisville Slugger Field because you know we happen to have the most famous bat manufacturer in the world here in town, and so when you build a baseball stadium, it stands to reason who's going to sponsor you. Uh, that's not as obvious for us. Disco balls. Disco ball. The the disco ball field. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad. Frankly, if disco balls out there are hearing us, the this is an endorsement opportunity yeah. for you. Uh, you would imagine that it's going to also have something to do with bourbon or horses or, or uh, bourbon or horses. Oh, but it's just bourbon or horses. Then that's field. what it's bourbon, <laughs> bourbon or horses stadium. Bourbon or horses or disco ball stadium. But there are, I mean, obviously we have some large corporations in town who will probably be happy to shell out the dough to uh, oh, be the yeah. name sponsor of that stadium. We won't go into naming them because they haven't paid us to. But uh, if they wanted to pay us to, we would suggest We'd them. be okay with that. And uh, beyond that, uh, it'll be exciting to see who they end up naming it after, and uh, we'll, we'll be all I might endorse it. It might be me. might be the Andy it Frederick Stadium? It might be Stadium. the Andy Frederick Stadium. Uh, Andy Gotham Frederick? No. No? Just Andy? Well, maybe. All right. Just throwing it out there. Okay. So, that was our banter. We bantered. We bantered a little bit. There was some banter. There was banter. There was also cursing for which we either apologize or don't. Nah, I don't apologize for that. So, um, the next thing that we're going to move on to is uh, now going to be called, uh, I honestly don't remember because my iPad has died and it had my notes on it about what we were going to call the interview section. This thing is off the rails now. We, we are, are completely lost. I'm flying blind. Off the rails. For the remainder of this podcast, it will just be us making shit up. Farting on a snare drum. I really hope we don't do that. I didn't even bring my snare drum. Well, I did. Okay. Well, then we're good. Uh, no, but the next section will be the interview, and it will be, in general, we'll be having once a month somebody from the organization, either a player, a coach, or a front office member, or at least they've told us that they're willing to offer that. Uh, after they hear this embarrassment, that of might a, change. After they hear this embarrassment <laughs> of an inaugural podcast, they may change their mind. That might change. They may have decided that they uh, they bit off more than they could chew. You know, don't hold your breath. That's but all we're saying. As of now, we have a verbal agreement that that will occur. But even if they refuse to come on, we will generally be having on members of uh, the Scouse's house to talk about their fan experience, to talk about what made them love soccer in the first place, and to uh, talk about what made them love LCFC. For today, because this is the trial run, and because you need to get to know us, you're going to be spending a lot of time with us. And one of the people you're going to be spending time with is my co-host, Andy Frederick, and I will be interviewing him today. Oh, man. We're going to get to know him a little bit. We're going to oh, go deep. I'm so sorry. We're going to find out some really good stuff. I'm so sorry that I'm the first one. But uh, the first thing I wanted to ask is uh, pretty Hit simple. Hit me. It's Hit pretty me. simple. What brought you to LCFC in the first place? Um, you called me and said, hey, we're going to the soccer game. And I said, soccer game? And you said, yeah, man. LCFC, the soccer game, Louisville City. I was like, oh, yeah, the purple and the gold. And it's got the plaque with the city on it. I get it. Yeah, man, come on. All right, I'll go. So I went. And then I loved it. I was hooked. I was hooked. You see that? I've been bringing people to the team from day one. Day one. Uh, well, I'm glad that you came. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And uh, tell me a little bit. What, what, did, what did you enjoy about it? It couldn't just have been, you know, my peer pressure. It had to have been something about the game itself. Um, you know, that first go-round, I really kind of didn't know what to expect. There, um, again, I had kind of a, a jaded view of soccer. It was like, oh, I know a lot of people play soccer. Soccer's huge in Europe. Eh, I don't really care about it. But, uh, you know, you go to a game, and it's that first one what really hooked me was the energy. It's the energy. I get that. It's the energy you draw from the anticipation of a goal. Sure. You hear people say all the time, like, it's so low scoring. Soccer, it's such a low scoring zero, game. Zero, zero time. Sometimes they don't even score. But, man, when you go to those games and you get that one or two goals, the weight makes it that much better. 
the way it makes it that much more exciting. You see the excitement of the players. You see the excitement of the fans. The people around you are cheering and jumping. And everybody's just pounding beer. Which, you know, drink responsibly. <laughs> well, one of the things about that is... Uh... I feel like the fan experience in Louisville has increased with each season, with each game. Uh, I know that the total attendance has increased each year. Uh, and I think that that energy that you're talking about has increased each yeah. year. Yeah, well, I think one of the things that makes Louisville City such a special team is because when they first announced that Louisville was getting a soccer team, people were like, oh, that's cool. That'll be fun, I guess. And I think everybody kind of had it, had the the idea in their head that it was going to be another like another kind of baseball. Like, oh, we'll just go because we're bored, right? A thirsty Thursday kind yeah. of. Like, well, yeah, yeah. I think people thought, and... yeah, why not? We're not doing anything else. We're probably not going to stay for the whole game, you know. I think, but then you saw how many people in Louisville were apparently just waiting to get a soccer team because they came out of the woodwork. And every game progressed, and every game the attendance grew because all of a sudden it turned into, for some reason, maybe we felt like we had to prove that this was a city deserving of a soccer team, like of a pro team. Like, this is it. This is why we should have it. This is why we love it. And I think the players can feel that. They can feel that energy from us. Like this. They've definitely said that in interviews, talking about Yeah, I mean, you know. We've turned into one of the best home field advantages in the league. So. Oh, yeah, dude. P, I'm, I'm sure that the other teams hate coming here. We have specifically <laughs> had complaints against Scouse's house from opposing goalies. The Cooper's End, I am sure, is just a deafening cacophony. Yeah, that's right. Cacophony. There's your big word. Coming from the Coopers, just making so much noise. And I don't it's know gotta, how they, yeah. It's got to drive them nuts. They can't hear themselves think. It's no, it can't be fun to be an opposing goalkeeper in front of the Coopers section. In contrast, on our side, instead of 600 people standing right on top of you, you have got 80 people. Mm-hmm. And you can hear each of our Every voices. Every single one. It's like, it's like, a bunch of stab wounds, a bunch of little knives in your back. You get to hear every word we say, and every word we say is designed to wound you. Yeah. it's It's got to be a different experience for uh, for those players. Our goal is to get in their head and to do everything we can to just make them Just live there. Just, just, just live like, inside we their live brains. live here now. This is why you hate us. And uh, the Scouse's House experience in particular has grown... As we've gone through each of the seasons since Scouts' House became an official supporters group, to the point where now regularly two to three hundred people in the section, but it's spread out in such a way that you still get to hear. Oh yeah, that you get to hear every word, and that uh, man, there's nothing better than when a goalkeeper turns around at the end of the game and uh, gives you either a little uh, clap like "Hey, you guys really got me," or it's just scowling at you. Oh, man, it's great. It's great. When you see it, and every now and then, you would see him, like, during the game, kind of turn around. Somebody would say something, and they would turn around, you're like, yeah, I got you. Ooh, I got you right there. That's that's a victory, is what that is. And it's almost turned into, because when you're, people who have been in Scouse's house long enough, and people who come, you know, like, and decide to be in Scout, like, be, stand with us and see. It becomes almost this competition of who can say the thing that will hurt them the most. You know, within without, reason. Within reason, without talk, without cursing, without we, like. We would never go with any of the things that are already disallowed by the uh, Louisville Slugger uh, game, game day conduct code. Right. But uh, as long as you are not being personally offensive, we do want to personally offend them. Yeah. And yeah. it's uh, it's a great experience. Now you talked about zero zero games and one nothing games and how there's a conception of uh, the soccer as being low scoring and sometimes that that could be boring. Yes, we've already dispelled that notion. Yeah, but uh, one of the games that was the opposite of that was a five nothing win over arch rival FC Cincinnati this past year. It was one of only one game that we missed. For home games last season. Oh, uh, it was. And uh, the That's reason we missed that game <laughs> That's my bad. was my dear friend Andy got married last year. Sometimes you have to get married. And you know? uh, we he wisely chose not a game day for the wedding, but the bachelor party, unfortunately, did take place during the FCC it game. Was not, it was not on purpose. That was not an intentional 
Yeah, I'll play my bachelor party for this awesome game. And that may actually fall on the best man who also helped plan right. when it would occur. I can't imagine who that could have been. <sighs> but so we missed that game so that you could have a bachelor party so you could be prepared for your wedding. What did the wife think the first time you brought her to a uh, Louisville City game? Well, you know, she had actually been to Louisville City games before we were together. Like okay. She, yeah, she had gone to a few of them. Um, but she has told me that... She has more fun now coming with me. Well, I, because, you know, I'm pretty great. So. Well, sure. <laughs> she did marry you. She's obligated to say that. But uh, A, I'm sure part of that is getting to be in Scouse's house. Yes. And B, part of that is uh, the, the environment at the games. Uh, one of the things that I've always found like refreshing and fascinating about the environments there is uh, that. Yeah, you've got your diehard soccer fans yeah. who are up on the rail cheering every minute and unwilling to miss a second for a restroom break or a beer run. And then you've also got people who are there for the game day vibe as yeah. much as they are for the game Absolutely. itself. Because it's not just the soccer game going on. It is really a gathering place of, uh, of cool, young, and old people. And you can go and take in the game and be aware of what's going on and be cheering for the team, but also being able to socialize, yeah. get yourself a drink. Well, what's interesting is that the people who go, it's been my experience that the people who go with that intention, with like, oh, just, we're going to go hang out, you know what I mean? It's like a lot of energy, we're just going to hang out with people, like it's going to be fun, we're gonna drink, it's going to be awesome. What ends up happening is that, you know, you see the people around you, your friends who are diehard soccer fans, going nuts for something. And all of a sudden, if you missed it, mm -hmm. you're like, wait, what just happened? Right. And gradually, you start finding yourself more sucked more in. More sucked in. It's yeah. more and more like, wow, I should know what's going on. And then it's, I want to know what's going on. And then, and then, it's, then it's, I know, what's, I know going what's going on. Yeah, I agree with that completely. I had the exact same experience with some of my friends and my wife that uh, came to games. Katie, my wife, Katie. Bought us season tickets for the inaugural season because she knew I loved soccer. Uh, I don't think that she really had any anticipation that she was going to like it or that there were going to be friends of hers that were going to be there and would yeah. enjoy it. And now LCFC games are really a, uh, a cornerstone of our summer entertainment. Oh, man. You plan your week around it. Oh, yeah. You plan your evening uh, weekend entertainment around it. And uh, it's really become a part of the fabric of our friend group. And our friend group has grown exponentially from the people that we've met at these games. Yeah. Including, but not limited to, our friends in Scouse's house. Okay, that will conclude my interview section with Andy. I hope you feel like you know him a lot better. God, I'm sorry that you know me better. I've That's... only known him for 20 years, so I don't feel like I know him better. But I do feel like... You should probably stop learning about him now. Yeah, this is this is it. This, this is was the as, highlight. This is as far as you want to go. Okay, so that was our interview. As I say, we'll generally be interviewing other people, not ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, much more fascinating, much more interesting. Than and also, story. and I, I'm sure that he won't consider this rude, but also probably people who are a little more soccer knowledgeable in the future. Oh, no, yeah, I, I hope... We get people. I, you know, it'll be nice to get people who are more soccer knowledgeable than me. One of the one of the reasons that I asked Andy to be the host of uh, the co-host of this podcast with me is because uh, he's so handsome, and that translates well on a podcast. But the other reason I asked him was because I wanted the perspective of the the general fan, and the general fan is not, I don't think, in this city. Uh, a person who, you know, can quote what happened in the UEFA Champions League. I don't think it's people mm -hmm. who know, you know, the the left fullback for the Nigerian national team. Right. I think that the average fan in the city is somebody who just loves going to games, yeah. who uh, is learning about the players, learning about the game itself, and learning to love it. And so that's why we brought Andy on. Uh, we will have more in-depth soccer discussions. We'll help him learn along with you, the audience. I like to learn. And uh, I think that that'll be a, a good thing. And also, I hope that you'll agree we have some sort of a rapport. Or I'll just make it up. I'll just make it up as I go. Just constant lies. Just nothing but but fabrications. All right. The, other, the next segment that we would normally be doing would be the game preview. We will be talking more about the first game against Nash, Nashville FC, which coming, is coming up on March 17th. We'll be talking more about that uh, in the next podcast, so we don't want to uh, ruin the surprise. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we will keep that tucked in reserve. Keep it in the pocket. Yeah, save it. Give you guys something else to keep look forward pocket. to. Yeah. Really suck you in for the next episode. Yeah, that's the hook. It's e called the hook. Exactly. Uh, and really, our next game will be the first preseason game, which is this Saturday. 
Uh, and again, today is Tuesday, February 20th. So this Saturday would be Saturday, February 23rd, 4th, 24th. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I literally just counted on my fingers. We did the math there, and it'll be the 24th. And that game is a, a game that will be open to season ticket holders, which includes us, and we hope it includes you. Um, that game, I can't preview at all because what I know about Young Harris is that it is apparently a college of some sort and that people go there and that they have a soccer team. Do you think they're young? I, I, I hope they're not all named Harris. I would assume that the vast majority of them are named Harris. Okay, so we're hoping that our boys in purple have uh, had a great offseason, have put in some good work to get ready for this season. Make sure a lot of bowl cuts. And that they are able to defeat the bowl cut fighting young yeah. Harrisons. So, or Harris is. Harris is. Harris I. Hair I? Hair I? Hair I Hair don't know what the plural of Harris is. Hair. Yeah, no, I don't know. know. All right, but that will be the next game. That will be uh, coming up on Saturday at 11. If you are a season ticket holder and you are, again, a time traveler, then you should absolutely go to that game. Um, but that will really conclude what we had to say and do today. That's it. Uh, that is the first podcast. Man. Imagine that the uh, outro music is playing right now. Uh, imagine that it is final both, countdown. That is final countdown. See, but is that passe? I don't know. I, I think it's so passe that it's not passe. It's just reached a level of meta. Oh, we've come all full, full circle. It's with full it. circle, and so now it's not passe. The other part of it is we're going to really have to learn whether or not we'd have to pay to use. We that. would absolutely have to pay. And I, I I don't know about you, but until we get the banter section sponsored. Uh, we're not going to really have that. But no. uh, we would like to thank a couple of contributors to Scouse's House. Uh, Scouse's House is a nonprofit organization, and we will be uh, participating in a great deal of charitable outreach in the community. It's for the people. Not just for the love of the team, but also for the love of this city. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we want to thank the people who have already recognized that, and that inclu- includes... Uh, Groundworks Landscape Services. Uh, that would be uh, a wonderful... Lawn care provider. I've seen the work they've done. And it's it is, pretty spectacular. It is. If you need either regular maintenance, so just your lawn mowed and your uh, hedges trimmed, then they can take care of that. But they also do some amazing actual landscape planning. Please consider them the next time uh, you are looking for yard work. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also we'd like to thank Millwood Tavern, who has always been a great friend of Scouse and Scouse's house. They are hosting our dart tournament, and they also have agreed to help uh uh, contribute to us being able to put on this podcast to the website being able to go up and it's a great place to catch an away game or to just catch a drink in general so thank you to both of them i'd like to thank andy you're welcome it's been it's been instructive it's been something it's been instructive uh, we're excited to improve we hope that you stick with us while we improve uh, we have no doubt that uh, Andy will be able to quit his day job in the near future to focus on full-time you know Scouse's House podcasting. Yeah, I'm already sitting like Larry King. Like I can already he, feel he the is. shoulders go up. You just need some suspenders, and you'd really have this locked. Oh, I'd be better than Larry King. I'm coming for Larry King. So long as I'm not Seacrest in that analogy. You are now. Oh, dear. Well, then I will not say Floyd out. <laughs> I will just say that we've had a really good time and that we hope you join us next time on In the House. Thank you.